Hello and welcome. We are back, season three, episode eight. I already know it's episode eight because I listened to episode seven this morning. You did? Uh, I listened to the beginning. I'm not okay. gonna lie. I'm not gonna fry on you. Yeah. I just listened to like see how everything went. But yeah, I listened like 10, 15 minutes. I, I, I liked it. Okay. I enjoyed what I listened. Yeah. You know, shout out Elijah. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, Again, shout buddy. out. Shout out. Shout out. Um, good to be here. It's hot. It's a beautiful day in Chicago. It's a goddamn oven in UIC because they haven't turned on the AC yet. So that's rough. It's an oven everywhere, honestly. I don't think anyone has AC on yet. Really? I don't know. I don't. I haven't experienced any AC yet. Yeah. I mean, it's fucking, it's rough. It's hot out here. And, uh, yeah, I don't even know. I don't have much else to say about it. Um, yeah, Caleb, we're yeah. here. Yeah. What do you got to say? Um, well, we have a date picked out for an online, uh, uh, the potential online release. Potentially. If we can't get an in-store release or an in-person event sorted out, then April 29th. April 29th. The last possible day we could do it. The last possible day we could do it in April. Um, yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm still, still diligently working on figuring out that date, seeing if I can get something in the works. But, um, yeah, as of right now, April 29th is our potential online release date. And, um, we'll circle back to doing an in-person release, uh, for our next release after this one. If, if we can't do an in-person release for this one. Yeah, even if we can, we probably... Yeah. We'll probably do it again. Yeah, even if we yeah, exactly. Even if we can't do it, we we will one hundred percent do it again. Um Right. Caleb has the deep dive today. Um I'm excited for this one. I didn't know who it was and then I kinda of peeked at some notes and I realized, but you know, I still don't know much about this dude or as much as I feel like I should or want to yeah. really, so I hope it doesn't feel like I'm stealing it from you. No, not at all. Bro, with all the ones that I mentioned last time, <laughs> you're not stealing shit. JFG. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean Joe Freshgood. Joe Freshgood. <laughs> JFG was going to be, you know, next. What, you know, he was, was? planning to be next. I mean, well, not planned to be next, but like he, he was definitely due up soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, What's funny, actually, is that I saw Nike Chicago and I thought it might be. Uh, Don C or something. Uh-huh. So yeah. Don C is another one. Definitely got I forgot about Don C for some reason. I I just I didn't know who to do for yeah. this one. I had a couple names floating around and then I don't know. It's just Joe Freshgoods has a cool story. So. Yeah, no, Joe JFG's great. I'm excited to learn more. Yeah. Um with that being said, is there anything you'd like to speak about before we do this deep dive? I think we'll just get into it. All right, then, let's do it. So, Joe Freshgood's born Joe Robinson. Grew up on the west side of Chicago. Right. Born and raised, I believe. What, do you know what neighborhood? Um, I don't know exactly. Okay. Just like west. Right, is right. what I saw. For sure. Yeah. And I, I think, I mean, from what I read, he's always kind of been interested in fashion. Mm-hmm. But I think he was inspired a lot by uh, Cameron and Dipset. Oh, and that whoa. whole group, because yeah. he just, um, he was fascinated or just really liked the color pink growing up. Yeah, and he liked, and he, yeah, and he liked how Cameron kind of flipped that, the, like, the, the norm right. with pink and how it was kind of, like, not a color that men could wear, and he flipped that and, like, made it cool. Mm-hmm. And Joe, Joe wanted to, um, 
he wanted to wear pink, but there, there wasn't a lot of pink clothes you could buy in Chicago, so um, he made his own clothes. Yeah. He made, like, I think he said he made, like, pink Pink Panther, like, printed stuff and, like, yeah. like white socks hats that he made pink and stuff. So, like, just, like, classic, old classic stuff. Because he, he grew up in, like, the 90s and early 2000s. So right. Obviously, he like... He came around and dip set in them. Right, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, he got his career in fashion started around 2005. Okay. I'm not sure exactly how old he was during this, but I don't... He was probably, like... I think he, like, either just graduated high school, yeah. like, around that time in his life. So, um, he started at um, Fashion Geek, which is not uh, around anymore. But he was a sales associate in 2005. And after that, he moved to Nike Chicago. Oh, shit, okay. Yeah, he was working at Nike Chicago. He didn't work for long, though. Right. Well, wait. He worked at Nike Chicago, Was he, he, meaning he worked at the one on Madison, or on Michigan? Yeah, right? Nike Town, yeah. Nike, yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to guess why he was, why he stopped working there? Um, I, I feel like, I feel like he probably just didn't fuck with Nike like that. He probably just didn't really enjoy, like, the kind of, like, way that Nike does things and how very, like, corporate they are. I don't know. I feel like it's definitely some of, like, he kind of wanted to do his own thing and Nike wasn't cool with that. I mean, they definitely weren't cool with what he was doing. Oh, were but, yeah. Oh, he, was he backdooring? No, he was, oh, okay. uh, he was just giving out his discount a little too much. <laughs> Good for him, bro. Good for Joe, man. <laughs> so he didn't work there. He didn't oh, work there too long. I love that, man. Help the team out. Help the team out. Get, get some Nikes and shit. That's great. That's awesome. It's like, nah, I can't hook you up anymore. <laughs> <laughs> They're on my ass over at corporate, man. <laughs> Might have to fly down to Beaver then to explain myself. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. So after that, he interned at Leaders. Okay. Uh, which is Classic. like, yeah, you know Leaders. Yeah, it's right over. It's right over. I haven't been yet, but it's yeah, right over here. It's a sneaker boutique. Um, yeah. There's this famous Chief Keith picture where he's wearing like this Leaders shirt. Yeah. You might know. I don't know. Oh, but yeah. yeah, it's a it's a Chicago classic. It's been around for like 20 years, I think, at this point. Yeah. And um, he interned there, and that's where he kind of started to meet people like Chance the Rapper, yeah. Vic Mensa, yeah. Rocky Fresh, okay. and he kind of like just started to be kind of uh, more immersed in like the Chicago scene that was coming up at the time. Right, that which, Yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was right, I, I, thinking about it now, for sure, he was right in that time of Chance and Vic. I don't know Rocky Fresh personally. Yeah, I don't but, either, really. Um, but, I mean, Chance and Vic, for sure, like, definitely yeah. right in that same time frame of, like, all right, let's all do this shit together then. Like, you do clothes, and, like, we'll do music, and will build up, you know, together, which is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's exactly what Chicago's about. Yeah. Yeah. He also, at that job, kind of started to connect with Terrell Jones, Desmond, Desmond Owusu, and yeah. Vic Lloyd. I think you... I've met Desmond. You've met Desmond, yeah. Yeah, I've talked to him a bit. He's a great dude. Um, I don't know anything. I haven't met Terrell or, or Vic, but Desmond's great. I asked him a couple of... I met him through Social Works. And I reached out to him personally. He was very kind to respond and help out with some of the questions that I had. And just all around great guy. So, yeah, great. Yeah. Shout out, shout out, Fat Tiger Works. Shout out all of them. Yeah. Great people. Yeah. To this day, I believe all, like, 
Joe and all of those people I just mentioned are still like business partners. Yeah. And like still work together. So yeah. And shout out, sorry, not to cut you off, but shout out Cherry Mountain Arts um, as well, which is um, Desmond's kind of thing that he's been working on recently. Okay. Uh, I think it's his gallery space that he's been working on. So okay. shout out Cherry Mountain, shout out everything that Desmond's been putting out. I've been, I've been seeing everything that Desmond's been putting out, and I've been meaning to catch, catch a figurine or something like that because. Cool. He's put out some fire shit. So yeah, shout out, shout out Desmond, man. Nice. Fire stuff. Yeah. Um. So before Fat Tiger, which Paolo mentioned a little bit. Yeah. The, Joe Joe Fresh gets opened. Uh, 2012. In 2012, he opened a storefront in Pilsen okay. and was selling his uh clothing line at the time called Don't Be Mad. Right. Or, which is formerly known as Dope Boy Magic. So you know about this? I know Don't Be Mad. I remember them. I like. Like, someone I went to school with back in, in high school had, like, a Don't Be Mad piece. Like, I, I remember them. Really? Yeah. I remember them. Um, I remember Don't Be Mad, but, like, it's been a minute since I really thought of, like, Don't Be Mad and, like, yeah, it's a, yeah that's crazy. Yeah. That's I, I honestly don't, re- I don't really know anything about, about that. Okay. So, yeah. It's, I mean, it's cool that you at least, like, remember that. I remember, I remember it. I don't know much. Yeah. I didn't even know it was... Joe's, I don't think. I might have, but... I See, I might have, because I think I knew that he had fat... I'm sorry. Am I... Should I stop talking about Fat Tiger? No, I'm, I'm about to talk about Oh, okay. No. I just... I remember, like... <laughs> it, I remember Fat Tiger Workshop and, like, Don't Be Mad, and then I'm sure I was seeing, like, Desmond and Terrell and Vic's, like, different brands that they had going on and stuff, too. So, yeah, just, like, I've seen... Yeah, yeah there was, like, a barrage of, like clothing brands from Fat Tiger that was like, wait, what the, what the fuck is going on over here? Yeah, so Fat Tiger, which was opened in 2014, right. was kind of designed at, it's in Logan Square, and it's kind of designed as like, um, uh, like a, just a creative space yeah. in the city, because obviously Joe Fresh Goods, but then Terrell Jones, Desmond, and Vic all, um, they all kind of do their own creative stuff as well. Like, Paolo's mentioning what Desmond's up to right now. Yeah. And um, I don't know off the top of my head what Vic Lloyd and Terrell Jones are doing right now, but, yeah. like, it kind of mentioned it a little bit with what I read, but they all kind of, they're all just super creative people that, like, yeah. have, have this space where, like, they can host all their type of stuff like that, yeah. which is super cool. And it's awesome, and honestly, like, I can see us doing something like that. Kind of yeah, having, for like, sure. Kind of just a space that's, like, shared by, like, another clothing brand or two or whoever it is that kind of... Right. A space just for, like, creating and creativity. Yeah. I mean, I could, yeah, I could see us doing that with, like, a couple of different people. For like, sure, off the top yeah. of my head already, so... Yeah. Definitely something to uh, think about as we get into our 20s. <laughs> For sure. As we get into our 20s, get a little older, keep doing this. I think it's something to think about. It was, yeah, I mean, you can kind of already just see, like, how tapped in and connected to the community Joe Fresco is. Yeah. And, like, just, like, he he is part of Chicago. Very much. Like, very much so. Yeah. A product of Chicago. And I'm sure you'll talk more as we continue on, but, like... You get, like he's very much a Chicagoan through and through, which is really yeah. Cool. And so some of the some of like the direct quotes that I pulled from this article are like, he said, "The city watched me grow up in fashion," yeah. which is super cool because obviously like a Chicago native, born and raised, and since a young age just been creating stuff and like, kind of, I would say like maturing yeah. as he gets older yeah. with with his output and like just. 
super cool that like everything he's done has been based in the city. Yeah. No, it is so cool. And it's like it it's very much like you know, his path is the path that we hope to be on as well. Like, I mean, I want Chicago to see us grow up and become fashion designers and yeah. see us really put a float on and put the city on just like Joe has done and is yeah. doing. You know, I mean yeah, everything that Joe has kind of like done is definitely like uh we wanna do the same shit and yeah. more. And more. No yeah. no offense to Joe, I'm sure he's creating more right now, but like you oh, know man. Yeah. No, I'm <laughs> fucking working for sure. But, you know, we wanna just keep we wanna keep pushing, keep pushing and pushing, man. Yeah. Staying afloat. Yeah, exactly. What this article was saying about Joe is that like he he just realizes how important Chicago like the city is to his like art yeah and just like how he like chicago isn't usually put up on the map with like the fashion cities yeah like for like the example was like la paris and new york yeah like chicago isn't usually included in those cities no and like and like tokyo and like of course places like that and like that's kind of like a big part of what he does he just wants to like Chicago to be recognized in that way. Right. And I think I think we are very much in the same vein as well. Yeah. Like, we just want Chicago to be put on. I mean, bro, back in, like, fucking seventh grade, do you remember when we would sit here and be like, why isn't there a Supreme Store in Chicago? Why isn't there a fucking... Right. Uh, what's... What, like, the foot... The shoe spots. Like, fucking... Uh, Kith. Kith. Why isn't Kith here? Why isn't... Oh, you fucker. What are those places in LA and Flight Club, Stadium Goods. Flight Club, Stadium Goods. Why the fuck aren't they here? And the places are coming here. Yeah. The Freeman Stadium Goods are here. Freeman Stadium Goods is here. Flight Club will probably be here soon. Babe, why aren't you here? Off White, why aren't you here? Like, all these places. It's like, we've been sitting here. Off White puts out the 10, and then it's like, oh, in store raffle. It's like, oh, so I'm supposed to come to New York to enter the raffle? Yeah. Fuck that. For a Chicago (laughs) one? Exactly. Exactly. For a Chicago (laughs) one, bitch. A Chicago motherfucking one. You're not going to put that in, your, in fucking Chicago? Fuck that. Fuck that. Um, rest in peace, Virgil. Rest in peace, Virgil. Rest in power. We know it wasn't you exactly who decided that shit, but... No, no, rest no. Rest in we're, power. We're, we're, yeah. <laughs> of course, rest in peace to Virgil. We, like... We're mostly joking when we say of this. Of course. But, but it is a valid point. No, like, there are a lot of stores and brands like this that don't have like spaces or stores in, in Chicago. Yeah, no, exactly. It's, it's, it's been an age old question for both of us. Like, why the fuck is this not happening yet? Yeah, like we have our, we have our RSVP, our, we have- We have our spots, we St. Had, Alfred RSVP. We, we had St. Alfred, St. Alfred's closed. Oh, St. Alfred is closed? Yeah. Well, I, then I mean, they're still that. operating online. But. Right, we have Uprise, shout out Uprise. Uprise. Great Chicago spot. Um, Notra. Like leaders, Notra. Leaders. Fucking. A couple other smaller, Stores, few success, but yeah. uh, but uh, real fucking quick, this should stay on. So Carson <laughs> fucking broke his phone because honestly, it's like an it's like I don't know how old the phone is exactly, but it's old and it's cracked to goddamn hell. And he broke it finally, and now he doesn't have a phone. So now me and his girlfriend are just like the keepers of Carson trying to like figure out what his, because he's supposed to meet his, like, aunts for dinner and stuff, so we gotta communicate with his mom and his aunt to figure all that out. That's ridiculous. And, like, we're literally trying, like, it's, I, I hate it. I, I talk to his girlfriend all the time now because it's, like, we gotta figure out where Carson is and what's going on and shit. Right. And I just, I'm not a fan of it. 
Yeah. Not a fan of it. Someone's got to buy him a phone. He needs a phone. Needs a fucking phone. Um, sorry. Back to what we were saying, though. And yeah, it's just, it's so cool that, like, just that Joe Fresh because recognizes, like, Chicago does need more. Yeah. And, it, it, like, it needs to be up in this, at the same level as, like, New York. You know, obviously yeah. a smaller, like, you know, I don't think we'll ever get to 10 million people here. No, I hope like, not. Yeah, but, like, I hope not too. <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's like, it, it needs to be recognized in the same way. And it I does. think it's so cool that he's, like, pushing for that. It, definitely. And, you know, the thing is, too, is that, like, you know, it, it's a lot easier said than done at times, but he does it. Like, like in the in one of his last, like, releases that he did, I forgot what the, the name of the capsule was, but, like, he had... Runzi, uh, modeling his stuff. Runzi is a local Chicago artist who's been really doing her thing recently. Um, and like, I mean, she's been doing her thing, but she's been getting more, you know, notoriety for it, which is well-deserved. Um, and, you know, the photos that everyone modeled on, everyone, all this, the uh, stools that uh, everyone modeled on for the photo shoot were designed by Norman Teague and the Norman Teague Design Studios, you know? So like, Norman Teague was my fucking oh. professor last year. That was, that was the, you did like the three New Balances? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just sold my pair. Oh, word? Yeah, I took probably like a $30 loss, but it's ah, cool. Happens. For but, the culture. Yeah, for the, for the, for the culture, <laughs> for, for Joe. But yeah, man, like Joe like puts motherfuckers on and like he really like is about Chicago and really puts that into everything that he does, especially yeah. with the... You know, with the photo shoots and stuff like that, like really, it's all about Chicago. So I yeah. just, I love it. That's like, an inspiration for both of us. For but, sure, and yeah. also like, I remember the only way you could cop those one pair of '96s, the baby blue ones, the blue and pink ones. My dream shoes, honestly, not my dream shoes, but like my shoes that I need to get next. I thought so. Wait, they were they both had blue on them, but one of them was pink and one of the them blue was and blue. pink. The, the blue and pink. The one that was mostly pink or mostly blue. I think so. Or the one that was mostly blue. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. My fault, my fault. Didn't understand the question. But yeah, the one that was mostly blue and then it had the pink accent. Yeah, okay. They were called the baby blues or okay, the shower yeah. blues. Baby shower blues or something like that. Sure. I don't fucking know. Sure. But um, the, the way you could get those, the only way you could get those at first was by like doing a raffle. And the way you could like get into that raffle was by um, giving like a bunch, like a couple of books or whatever to a local, to like whatever specific charity um, to get a raffle ticket for the shoes. So, like, just helping out the Chicago community always. Yeah. Um, yeah. Which is just awesome. He's such, yeah, such a, such a great inspiration for fat, young fashion designers in Chicago that are looking to stick with Chicago and just stay in this beautiful fucking area and build the, build the city up the way it deserves to be built up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. Uh, like we've been talking about now, where with the New Balance collabs, he's right. also I think his most recent collab was Vans. Yeah. He's also done shoes with Converse. Yep. And he kind of another quote that I pulled from the article was that he said, "Now I feel more responsibility to design with a greater intention and a deeper, and a deeper message." Yeah. Which is like it's just beautiful. Yeah. Because you can like all of his shoes that he's been doing recently are like inspired by the Midwest in some way mm-hmm. and just like tell a story yeah it's more than just like a shoe with a colorway it's like a whole story that and like a whole collection and a whole like world almost that he's building with each collab that he does 
And New Balance has brought him in on a creative director role for a new project they're doing. Great. So it's just like, he's just doing big things. And it's so awesome to see like his, like he's just growing as a artist so much and like getting the, 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 the respect that, the, that respect, he, yeah. the respect and the, the, you know what I'm trying to say. He's, yeah, he's yeah. getting the the respect and the other word I can't think of that he deserves. Uh, yeah, I got you. I got you. <laughs> uh, but I'm not gonna sit here and try to figure out that word. Lord knows, I'm probably not gonna figure it out either. But no, nah, man. I mean, he's like he's been doing his thing, and now he's just getting put way more on with it, and people are really recognizing a lot more now. And like the recognition. The sure. recognition. That, that's it. That's right, what right. I'm trying to say. Word. The recognition. <laughs> like, I mean, you know, he's working with New Balance, and he's working with Vans and Converse and stuff, and like, he's just, I think he's really just going to continue doing what he's doing and continue on to bigger and better things. Yeah. I know just recently he did, um, he designed a jersey for the Hawks for, yeah. I forget what specific... Um, organization he was designing under but yeah I mean just yeah. doing things around the city when Westside Gun came to Chicago yeah and did like the he did a pop-up at RSVP yeah and then he the Griselda show that was a few days later he was fully in Joe Freshgood yeah he like, was in the full all, fucking like, JFG before fit. it came out early yeah. it's just like man that's so dope like it was lit yeah, man and, and Joe's just building those connections and it's so sick to like see and like you go to a concert and the artist is wearing all Joe Fresh goods. Like, it's so sick. Yeah. And fucking, like, and of, like, artists, like, West Side Gun is, like, honestly, bro, do a lot of other fucking rappers know more about fashion than he, he's, West Side Gun? He's definitely up there in terms of just how fashionable he is. I, I 100% agree. And also, like, I mean, like, maybe more people or there's other rappers that are, like, really about fashion, too. Rocky, like, Tyler. Right, right, right. You know. But they don't be fucking rapping about it, like, like Gun does. I mean, Rocky has, but yeah. But Gun. not in like every song. Right, yeah, okay, yeah. Like Fashion Killer, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's some like, there's like in most songs, there's a, there's a call out to a, to a brand of some type. Yeah, I would say Rocky does that too, but. Yeah, you know, he does. Whatever, there's, there's, there's a, he's up there with like the, the top of the top in terms of fashionable, in what? fashion sense. 100% is, 100% <laughs> is. Completely agree. I'm not gonna sit here and argue about who's <laughs> more fashionable. <laughs> right <now>. yeah. <laughs> bro, Westside Gun's way more fucking fashionable, bro. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, man, I mean, you know, they like, yeah, they really do their yeah. shit, man. So, all you, what you were trying to say is that Joe Freshcoat's like, he's working with some like great people to work with. Which yeah. is what you're trying to say. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Working with some good motherfuckers. Uh, <laughs> well put, Paolo. Uh, um, yeah, can we talk about this fucking Bulls win last night for a second? Did yeah. you watch? I I did not. I was I was at work. You were at work. Yeah, yeah, we were down nineteen. I didn't see. I forgot the game was on until like eight o'clock, and I was like, yeah. "Fuck, what happened?" Um, thank God we won. We pulled it out right at the end. It was it was close. It was close. It was close, but we man. we caught the lead at the end and just. Yeah. Kept it. Yeah, it was great. We um we have who do we have now? We oh we have Miami on tomorrow. We have Miami tomorrow, right. and then the Thunder play the Lakers. Wait, no, the Timberwolves, um, tomorrow as well. Right. So we find out who the we find out the whole playoffs tomorrow, tomorrow. after the playing games finish. This is 
recorded a week early. Yeah, this is recorded on the 13th, so yeah, the day so after the first Bulls play-in game. Yeah. So every, yeah, everything would be history by then. Yeah, but, this honestly probably doesn't even need to be fucking talked about, but... But, I mean, you know. You know, fucking <laughs> basketball. What do you think about... How, have you been watching baseball? Have you been paying attention? I, I've been watching a little bit, and I've been paying attention a lot. Okay. Uh, I love that answer, by the way. Because um, there's only so much baseball you can watch. Yeah, like. there really is. What do you, okay, what do you think about the rule changes? Um, the pitch clock is barely noticeable. Like, really, you think so? Yeah, like I don't see, I don't see much difference. Yeah, I mean you've clock. you've actually been to a couple games. I've been so to two, far. so I'm I'm two for two on fucking baseball games. I went this last week and I went this week, and I'm trying to go next week at some point. I'm just trying to see if I can ride this bait one baseball game a week thing for for a. Yeah, that's two. that's probably that's probably like thirty or forty games for the whole season, right? I mean, yeah, fuck it. If it if it works that way, it works that way, you know. Yeah. I don't mind. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, at the park, the you, the pitch I'm, change is you can, not. I'm sure you can see the timer. Right? You see, you see the clock. There's yeah. there's a lot of fucking clocks. <laughs> um, a lot of fucking timers up now. Yeah. But like, it's. Yeah. You can see, there, I mean, bro, like, okay, so when, when I was at that Cubs game the other night, yeah. the first pitcher, our starting pitcher was just fucking rattled. Like, we went down 7-1 to one oh, at the end of the second. Yeah, oh my god, I and, didn't realize it was that bad. Yeah, and like, I mean, he was rattled, and like, I, yeah. it's, it's, these pitchers have to get used to, like, dealing with a new clock, or dealing with, yeah. like, an actual, like, the, time thing, yeah. because... The thing with the pitchers is, like... They are just, they just can't stop pitching. Yeah, they can't. Like, and it's like, like that's, that's why the mound visits are so nice. Yeah. Because you can actually like catch your breath and just like. Yeah, take take, a second. Yeah, exactly. Because if, if, if like, yeah, if the home, if the other team just hits a grand slam on you, you got to throw another pitch in 30 seconds. Yeah. You got, (laughs) you got no time to like adjust. Yeah. Whatever. So that, it definitely is crazy in that sense. But like from just watching it on TV. Uh, like the, the pitch clock is on the screen. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, okay. but it's like it's not. It's not a big deal. Like definitely beginning of the season, like the violations are coming in. But yeah. like, you're not. It's like as we get further in, you're not really gonna see it. I don't feel. Yeah, it's you know we'll see. And I was talking to my uncle about this after the game. It's gonna be interesting to see as we continue on throughout the season and as we get into when teams are battling to get in the playoffs and we're in the playoffs and there's some violations that come in and yeah. how people are going to feel. Because the truth is, is that I 100% believe that the pitch clock is here to stay. It's going to speed up the games and it's going to, you know, everyone's attention yeah. span is fucking way shorter now. So we got to, you know, baseball it, games can't be three and a half hours I anymore. heard it's shaving like 20, 30 minutes off the game. 100% is shaving about... That much time off. Games are about two and a half hours now to three hours still, but like, it's just like it's I just mean, making everything quicker. It's made, right. Oh. It's making everything quicker. And the point that I was trying to make there is that like the pitch clock is here to stay. It's just about if it's going to be twenty seconds or twenty five or thirty seconds. What's it at now? It's at twenty seconds. Oh, okay. okay. It could be moved to twenty five seconds. I can see that happening. It all depends on how the rest of the season goes and how everyone feels about it, how all the, you know, team right. managers and owners and everything feel about the pitch clock. I mean, we'll see. I don't think it's it's not a bad idea at all. I The one thing that I love is that there's no shifts anymore. They can't, the infield can't shift. 
Yeah. To like so that they know like where a certain batter's yeah. hot spot is gonna be. I see both sides of that. Fuck that. You see both sides of that debate? If if the if the hitter can only hit to one side of the field, why should you have to why can't you just move all your guys over there and make them hit to like and make like challenge the hitter to hit to the other side? Because it's then fucked. all you gotta do is bunt down the third base line and you're you're safe at first because no one's over there. I mean, yeah, but it's like okay, it's fucked because then it's just like it's not the game is not gonna be as interesting. Okay, they're they're, they're gonna they're everyone's gonna get out right away, just like it has been. I mean, how many do you know how many like shots or like play, like ground ball the third. Like fly over to first out. I've seen this year none. Also, I don't know if that sentence was at all coherent. Ground ball to first. Ground fly. ball to third. <laughs> throw the ball over to first to get the man out. I mean, but I've seen almost none of those this year, and I've been to two baseball games. Eighteen innings. Eighteen innings of baseball. I haven't seen many. I haven't seen a ground ball to third. You haven't exactly. Wait, <laughs> Wait but that's what you're saying. Yeah, because of the shifts. Are you supposed to see a ground ball to third? Not always, but it's just like they're gonna <laughs> just, hit that way because because they can't. Get, I just don't get what you're. Alright, let me let me, <laughs> let me break it out. Let me I don't break get it out. What you're trying to say? Let with me it. break it down. Let me break it down. Alright, because there's there's right like you said there's shifts right or there were shifts. Yeah. So when there were shifts, they'd have to shoot. They'd have to bat to their weak side, whichever was yeah, right. right. Yeah. So then they usually they're not gonna fucking hit a line drive like a fucking. Shot out of the park. Usually, they're probably gonna right. get not such a great, not such a great hit on it. It's probably gonna be a ground ball, sure. something infield, right? Sure. Right. So then, depending on if they're a left-handed pit, left-handed hitter or a right-handed hitter, hitter, sure. hitter, it's gonna be either <laughs> up the fucking first baseline or the third baseline. Sure. Right. So then, if usually a lot of people step into the batter's box are right-handed, right? So they're usually hitting down the third baseline. Right. Right. So they're playing that shift, right? Right. So then that means that that ball is going to go down the third baseline, third baseman or whoever yeah. is going to pick that but, up and throw it over yeah, the first. Yeah, but, but, if, the, but if, they're, if he's hitting against the shift, he's not going to want to hit it down the third baseline. He's going to try to hit it to the to right field. Yes, but what I'm explaining... So it's not going to go down the third baseline. What I'm explaining, though, is that he's hitting to his weak side. Sure. Yeah. So it's not going to be a ground ball to third. Okay, it might not be a ground ball to third, but where's it going to be a ground ball to? Where's it Where's it going to be a hit to? Up to, like, you know, between second and first, probably. Okay, or first fine. baseline, whatever. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's going to be up between first baseline, yeah. quick fucking catch, and then we're out of there. Yeah. Yeah. But now, since there's no shifts... <laughs> He's just hitting home runs on third no, baseline. Exactly. <laughs> Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. He's just fucking, like... He's just hitting it. They're just hitting it now. They're just hitting it wherever. And the ball is not the fuck up. Balls are getting through because there's no shift. So now so now they're hitting now they're hitting more interesting fucking shots, right? They're hitting I've seen a lot of fucking line drives that have been dropping short short outfield. Sure. Right? Sure. You know? Okay. I also seen a couple of fucking bobbles by the Cubs that, the other night. The the infield? Or our fucking, yeah, our fucking infield the other night, our defense was shit. Yeah. We had a chance for a double play, and the, the player, the man on second just completely fucking bobbled it and yeah. ruined it. it. ruined We didn't get any outs. We ruined it. Could have had a double play. We got no outs. Here's, let me just give my thing about the shift. Yeah. If you're a batter right. that just cannot hit to the opposite field, yeah. then, like, I feel like there should be some disadvantage to that. 
Whereas, like, you know, the infield can move over to try to, like, block off where you're going to hit it to. Yeah, but it's just less interesting. It, it, leads to, it leads to less runs. Yeah. It leads to less fucking on base, uh, less on base. It leads sure. to less interesting games. Yeah, I mean, okay, I get I mean, that. I understand, I too, that. that it's like, okay, it's going to be fucking, you know, tw- like like the Cubs game I went to the other night, 14 to 9 or some shit like that. Yeah. But fuck, wouldn't you rather go to a baseball game, sit there for three hours, and watch it be 14 to 9 than like 5 to 3 or something? Yeah. You know I mean, what I mean? Where like yeah. no one's getting on base and maybe there's a home run or two, but it's yeah. just because the but, fucking infield is dominating due to those shifts. Yeah. I'm just saying like the the shift is just it, it allows weaker hitters to like not have to like adapt to the way the other team is playing against them. You know what I mean? Like I mean and the other team has no choice to like like strategically like move around to try to cover off where they're gonna hit to. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's I, just I, like I feel it's, like it's fine without the shift. I just yeah I see both sides. I get it. Yeah. The thing with me is that it's just like it was it's that whole money ball thing where it's like we're gonna start using analytics and like really break down numbers yeah. and shit. And it's like that's all well and good, but when like it's taking away from the entertainment of the game yeah. and it's becoming like everyone's getting out, no one's on base no right. one's no one's stealing. No one's doing any of this shit. You know what I mean? It's like what? Where's where's the, the shit fun doesn't of baseball? Have to do with stealing. No, it doesn't. <laughs> but I mean, yeah. stealing is involved. Yeah. Just, you I know, mean, I think the, the bigger bases are fine for stealing. You know, I don't know. It's it's, just, it's okay. I mean, see, the other thing too is like I can go either way on the bases because like, listen, it's great. We're gonna yeah. see a lot more people stealing bases this year because it's a bigger bag. But like, also, I think the other I don't know what ex- the exact stat was, but like. There were fucking a bunch of stolen bases the other night. Not even at the Cubs game, but just like the other night in some type of, in like a couple of games. It's yeah. like, it's becoming, it is so much easier to steal bases now yeah. than it was last year because it's just such a bigger fucking bag. And and it's and they're closer. Oh, they're closer now? Well, it's not closer, but... But they're just because they're bigger, they're exactly, closer. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, it's an inch, it's a couple inches probably closer that you have to run. It's just less, less time for the catcher to... Throw you out. Yeah, I mean, that pop-up. T- I mean, that's the thing, too, is what's going to be interesting is, like, you know, catchers are going to have to have crazier fucking pop-up times to get that ball to second for that stolen base. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is that pitchers are going to have to have a lot more endurance than they used to. And we might see a lot more pitchers play now in, in one single game versus before. I mean, like I was, I was talking to my uncle the other night. It's like, you know, I mean, back when the Cubs were good, obviously, and, like, I mean, it's all dependent on how good your team is and how good your pitchers are and bullpen and everything. But it's like, they, you know, Arietta would come in, pitch seven innings, six innings. I forgot. Lester would listen. Lester would do the exact same thing. So same with Hendricks. You know what yeah. I mean? And then we'd have Chapman finish them off. Right. And it's like, that is no longer. I saw. I mean, at the Sox game I went to. Granted, they lost like twelve to fucking four. I saw at least I don't know, four to five pitchers on the Sox, and then. For the Cubs, yeah, I saw, no, like, the, three or four. The Sox were doing that last season, though, where they would just, after they take the main pitch, I mean, that was under La Russa, but still. Yeah. After, when they take the main pitch, the starting pitcher out, they put a new pitcher in every inning, basically. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, like, it's going to be really interesting. It's also gonna, just going to be really interesting to see, like, how how fast these pitchers break down because of this pitch clock. I mean, yeah. They're they're gonna have a lot more issues I think throughout mid season with their arms than than before. Potentially. I think so. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 
We'll see. We'll see. Have you seen the Rays? The Rays? Tampa Bay Rays? No. What's going on with that? They're like 12 and 0 right now. Oh shit! They're the only undefeated team in baseball right now. Wow. Yeah. How? Who, who do they? They had some easier. I oh, they, they, had, they had some easier uh, series to start the yeah. season, but still. Yeah. Going undefeated is not easy. No. They're honestly not. playing. I mean, I think they played the Tigers, the A's. And now they're playing the Red Sox, but still. Yeah, like, Red Sox I mean, are not great, but they're decent. I they're think. not horrible. They're not like, horrible. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, good for the Rays. I don't. I don't think they've really done shit in recent. Well, no, that's not true. They, no, I think that, I think they're pretty good this year. They're yeah. like, I mean, right now they're the best team in baseball. Haven't they gone far wide. recently? I, th- they, I think they've so. been a playoff team the I, last year or two. I think so. The, they might have been. Yeah, the Braves are. Number two right now. Yeah, fucking Braves. Well, I kind of like the Braves. I really don't like the Astros. The Astros are no. The Astros I don't like. But I mean, the I Astros aren't looking, looking that right. great right now. I mean, yeah, they got rid of Altuve and like they don't have as much. They as got they rid did. of Altuve. Oh, right? I didn't realize that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they did. I oh, think... do you know that the Cubs have Cody Bellinger now? Cody Bellinger was like a very good player on the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers during like. The same time the Cubs are ah, doing great. Ah, right. I've heard his name. Yeah. yeah. I don't. I don't. I don't know about the Cubs. Yeah. No, I mean, I don't blame you. I don't know much about the Sox. But, I mean, yeah. you guys, I mean, you still got Timmy Anderson. Yeah, he's Timmy. out right now. Our, all our players are so fragile, man. Yeah. Is he out right now? I saw him the other night. four weeks, yeah. Fuck. He collided with somebody on Minnesota. Oh, man. That's fucked. Eloy is not playing right now for whatever reason. Something yeah. with his hamstring. Yeah. Shout out Eloy Jimenez. Moncada? Moncada had a great start to the season. He was yeah. hitting every every game. Yeah. It was like bang, bang, bang. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't. He, I, he didn't play yesterday, I don't think. Okay. Uh, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I think, I don't know if he's injured, but I don't think so. I think he's, I think he's just, I, I don't know. Yeah. Who knows? For sure. Oscar Colas. Oh, yeah. Did you see him play? Maybe. He is like my. He's looking really cool. He's okay. like rookie on the Sox, but he's looking really cool. He's yeah. like. He should be, should be good. Nice. Good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it, we're, we're starting the season off not great, the Sox. It's but, not horrible, though. I mean, yeah. It's not. How bad is it? We're like five and eight right now. That's not too bad. That's not too bad. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. I think we'll pick it up a little bit. And I'm I sure. think. I think uh, the new the new management seems decent. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, so I think I think we'll we'll have a decent season. Yeah. If we end over five hundred, I call that a good season. That's a great season. Because I mean, we were dead at five hundred last season. We yeah. Ended eighty one, eighty one. So. Yeah. I mean, you know, this. I mean, that's all I'm hoping for for the Cubs as well, man. Yeah. We kind of. Uh, I don't know the fucking Ricky. I could go on for hours about the goddamn Cubs organization and how much I hate everything that they fucking do. But you know what? Let's fucking play too. Let's get let's get a little baseball going down at Wrigley. Are they playing each other this year? The Crosstown Classic? Yeah. Yeah, of course they do. Okay. Wanna do it? Wanna go? Possibly. We could go. We could sure. we'd have to bet a lot of money. Why do we have to bet a lot of money? We have to bet a lot of money. <laughs> For the for the viewers, you know I, what think, do? I mean the Cubs seem decent, so I feel the like Cubs, the, it's going to be I a good like series. The Cubs would might win, but I mean I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the Sox go. See, the Sox are just they seem very injury prone all the time. I was going to so, say if they're not injury prone, it's a if, scary team. If it's a healthy Sox team, then yeah, I I don't know. Yeah. Because have you seen Robert recently? No. He's been hitting. Yeah. He's been hitting well. 
So, okay. And he's been making some nice plays. Did you see the one where he like literally ran from center field and jumped over the left fielder to catch the ball? No, that's fucking crazy. Well, he caught the ball and then jumped over it. But still, oh, okay. he's like, he was like running. Yeah, and yeah. he jumped over the other dude because he was in his way. Jesus. <laughs> was the dude standing? No, it was like, he was he like crouched, crouched down. Right, yeah. right. It's still a crazy. Play, I mean, no, for sure. Yeah, it's fucking wild. We got to, um, I, okay, what, okay, what if we, what if we did like a live stream? We did like a live, like, watch party thing. <laughs> Where we put some money on it, both of us. I mean, the truth is, bro, this is going to be in, like, July or August that this yeah. goes down. So we'll have money. I'll have my Bruce Springsteen money by then. Yeah. yeah. We can we throw a little fitty on it. Is yeah. some? Yeah. I mean, maybe not 50 bucks. Maybe we'll do a little Super Bowl 20, but... Super Bowl 20? Uh, I'll go with the Super Bowl 20 on the Crosshide Classic. Okay. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, yeah, we should fucking definitely... We should definitely do that. We should do a live stream where we're just watching. We could do that. Yeah, I don't know. Is that, a, is that legal? Yeah, you don't show like the game. Right. You just show us watching. Right. Could be interesting. Could be. Could be boring. But could be boring. <laughs> yeah. A couple of unmarked bottles could get real interesting. Unmarked bottles? You never. You don't get it. Um, <laughs> now you get it. I um, don't. <laughs> uh, we'll talk about. We'll talk about later. But um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Caleb. Well, we're looking. We're yeah. We're we'll we'll. You'll see us soon. You'll, we'll, we're going to do a shirt reveal soon, so you actually see what oh, what, we're, what we're releasing, because yeah. we've been talking about it. But yeah, next episode, we'll definitely get into like the designs and stuff yeah, for the shirt. For sure. Because we haven't talked about it at all, really. Right, and also, I have an idea for lookbook for the shirt, too. Great idea, too. Cool. Cool. Want to say it? No, I'm not here. Okay. Yeah, I'll tell you later. <laughs> okay. Um, with that being said, thank you guys again for listening. Um, you know, I, I think... We're just going to keep, honestly, I think we're just going to keep podcasting. Are yeah. we doing seasons anymore? Do we feel like it? We'll do seasons, but there won't be a big break in between them. Right, there won't be a big break. We're, we're enjoying it. We got some ideas for the podcast that we're excited to kind of come out with as well. Yeah. Um, expect more. Expect more. I'm sorry. I, we want to keep putting more clothes out, but, you know, we're trying to do this yeah. release, and it's kind of just... We, we should have another three drops this year, though, after this one. Definitely another three. So... Yeah. Yeah, things are coming, but uh, yeah, thank you for being patient with us. Thank you guys for listening again. Um, we'll see you guys next time on the Flow Podcast. See ya.